we're on draft eve right now. Mm-hmm. We're we're right. getting really tight. We're not draft eve yet. I, I'm getting ahead of myself here. We've been on draft eve for like a month and a half now. Let's be <laughs> it honest. feels that way. Yeah. It feels that way. I'm just excited. It's officially the week of the NFL draft. Yeah. Um, I feel like everything's kind of led up to this, but we're here. Um, the purpose of today's show is Maddie and I uh, are going to do a little bit of a dueling uh, mock draft for, for our listeners. Um, I'm going to take the odds. Maddie's going to take the evens. Trades are allowed. Um, yep. Do we have to converse with each other? If, no. if you've got an odd pick you want to trade no for? i think i think uh this is we're gonna go full madden we're gonna go full gibby madden with the slider <laughs> oh, sliders turned off every trade gets through because well, actually in madden now because it's been so long since i played can you um slide just how much trades are scrutinized or is it like trades are scrutinized I'm, or not is it binary i'm sure you can i don't know if you need a code to do it but okay um, we are using pff's mock draft uh software their simulator um we've got every team in the first round so we're going to run through the first round for you uh we're going to throw in a couple sprinkles maybe some fun coupons um for for everyone that um might want to uh retire on friday morning um Mm -hmm. if billy anderson goes second to the texans so (laughs) yeah um, (laughs) i did a lot of digging i was in grinding the mocks for a while today um I went over to the huddle report, which basically grades the accuracy of all mock drafts over like a five year time period and then weights them based off of, you know, who's who's involved. And so I went and did a little work um, looking at some of the most accurate mockers that we've had over the last five years, plus grinding the mocks, which basically aggregates every mock out there and then weights it depending on how accurate that person is. Had you and heard then, of any of the? Had you heard of any of the guys that no, do this? No, no, honestly. Well, so the top is like you know the top guy. Never heard of him. Second guy, never heard of him. Evan Silva was actually number three. Yep. Um, Ryan McChrystal was number five. Josh Norris was seven. Um, and then Zerline, Zerline was twelve. And then there's like some other guys sprinkled in. So, Albright, no. Albright had a good year like three years ago. He did. He did. On the whole, he's down towards the bottom here. But, you know, I don't even know if he like Jeremiah's at the bottom. Like, I don't even know if yeah. these guys like pay that much attention. But I do know that grinding the mocks does a really good job of taking into account. I mean, 2000 plus mocks that they look at. So that's ridiculous. <laughs> I did that. And then I went to the books and I looked for where there was some variance and some overlay. And uh, I think I got us some nuggets for some coupons. So let's so, go. Let's speaking rock. Of Daniel Jeremiah. Um he has an article recapping and it's not him writing it. Someone else recaps his conference call talking Jeez. about the draft. Like look, look at how far we've come. Um, Just everything go, anything goes. So I, I mentioned, I'm excited for uh mock draft or for draft Eve uh, Wednesday night. Um, yeah. We are going to have a special guest, someone close to me that inspired my love for the NFL draft. Uh-huh. Um, yellow legal pads with uh, teams, depth charts written on them from 1993 yeah. um, could be found under his bed. So um, we will get to that shortly, but we're off. Um, yep. We're going to make this really quick. Uh, first pick Carolina. I had in my initial um, mock, I had CJ Stroud, but it's going to be Bryce Young. Yep. Um, I think that's that's pretty much written in stone. So nothing yep. much to report here. Maddie, so obviously, yeah, the draft gets a little spicy here at two, right? With the Texans, there's a ton of smoke out there. 
I think that if the Texans come out of this draft without, let's put the, how you rank these quarterbacks aside. If the Texans come out of this draft without one of the top three consensus quarterbacks, which to me does not include Will Levis, I don't know how they're going to, you got to take, like, there's a lot of data out there. It's in quarterbacks is not an exact science other than like your can't miss prospects, like your Lux and your Peyton, et cetera. You just got to roll the dice. Um, So I think Houston ends up staying here and I think they make the pick and I think they end up picking Stroud. I I think they stick with Stroud. You think they do? Yep. Yep. He's getting knocked down unnecessarily. Like he's, he makes all the throws. He can, he can manage a pocket. He runs through his reads. I think he's getting knocked for very weird reasons. So I think they stay here and they make the pick. Um, I don't think they're going to be able to find a trade partner. And I don't know why they would take Will Anderson when he's not elite at anything, but really good at a lot of stuff. Like that's not the guy you take. I, I differ on opinions on Will Anderson. I know you do. I know. I, I love him. I think he is the most impactful defensive player since uh, Joey Bosa is not good, but Nick Bosa, yeah, um, or, <laughs> or um, Miles Garrett, yeah, uh, and and I think he's actually the closest thing we've seen to Von Miller. Okay, um, oh, there we go. I knew you'd tuck a Von Miller reference. Yeah, there. well, either way, Gibby, either way, either way, this is my pick. So now you got to figure it out at number three. I gave you Strouds. So. Yeah. to the Texans. Yeah. So the Texans have twelve picks, and we're spending a little bit more time on them because. They're kind of the the catalyst to this draft. Yep. Um, there's no way they are walking in or 11 pick. No, 12 picks. There's no way they're walking in with 12 drafted rookies no, on their camps. Um, they need to fill a lot of holes. I get that. Yep. Um, but Arizona is desperate, desperate to trade out of uh, number three. And yep. I think the Texans going two and three and getting their quarterback, getting their offensive lineman. And then we're going to see if a trade works. We're going to go. Um, and they've also got two first rounders next year. And you don't yep. need two first rounders the following year if you've already got your uh, quarterback of the future. Yep. So we'll see, you know, what what kind of moves the needle um, to get to three. And they'd have to give up probably too much. I don't think they're, they're interested um, no. in this scenario. So in this case, I do think that Arizona moves back. And I'm going to really mess this up for you. I love it. I don't Um, even see the team on there that I think would trade up. So it's interesting. Yeah, I don't either. Um, You know what? We're just going Will Anderson. Never mind. They might not. Hey, honestly, they might, they might not be able to find a partner. Like they, they they might by now. Right. Right. Yeah. I, I would love to see the Texans get two and three and just do it, get done with it trade their 33rd pick in a second rounder next year and, yep. and their 12th pick in the first round. Yep. Uh, but anyway, so Will Anderson to the Cardinals, you're up before. This one's easy. I hate this pick. They're definitely going to make it because they have to get a quarterback that they, so we talked about this in, the, in a previous episode, Steichen definitely fits the mold for Richardson, but I kind of strangely believe that they don't think they have enough time to get him acclimated. Even though I don't agree that Richardson, I think he's, I don't think he's raw so much as he's inexperienced. He's got a lot of good tape. Like he can, he's got a lot of good tape. I think they're just going to take Levis here because they think that's the safe play. I think they're hoping that Stroud does fall and they can take him because they'd rather him. But I think they're just going to take Levis because they don't think they can wait on Richardson. I agree with you. Um, 
Anything in the first four picks? We've got uh, Will Anderson, Will Levis, CJ Stroud, Bryce Young. Anything on the the lines that you've seen? Um, no. So there's um, there's a there's a Jalen Carter top five prop mm. plus three eighty. Um, teams, from what I hear, teams seem to believe like Anderson's good, not great. Carter has all the upside, but all the all the um, red flags. There's a prop out there for Tyree Wilson being the first defender off the board, and it's minus 150. It's the highest odds. I don't either, but he's got all that upside. So I know what I would do if I was Seattle, but this is your pick. I think the top four, I wouldn't be shocked if two, three, four are all completely different. I I wouldn't either. I have no conviction on any of those picks. Um, the only thing that I'm, I'm hearing, I'm hearing from my sources is, uh, <laughs> is Levis and the Colts is like a match that's ready to happen. Ah, disaster. <laughs> Write the Colts off for the next whatever many years. I mean, they'll be picking, they'll be picking the top again next year. So maybe they'll just get Caleb Williams. Who knows? Maybe um, that's what they're thinking. Maybe that's what they're thinking. They could be. Um, yep. one thing that I, I do really like is the fifth overall pick. Plus 500 is Mr. Jalen Carter. Yep. Um, I think that's worth some action. I've heard Seattle might not be in on him. Um, I've also heard or seen that, yeah, he's plus 200 to go to Seattle. Um, Jalen Carter, five. Uh, The the Lions up at six. This is a spicy team. This is a spicy team. Yeah, we t- we talked about how it makes some sense for their team to trade out and acquire some picks because they're really close to being there. I also, like I said before, you not, they're not going to get a pick this high again. And so I know we differ on Goff because we're talking more about Goff, the quarterback, but he's not your long-term solution to take that team to a Super Bowl. He's just not. So if I'm this, if I'm the Lions here, I actually don't trade back. I take Richardson and I let him learn under Goff for a year pick up the offense, start to figure some stuff out. There's weapons around them. I would take Richardson here and take a stab at quarterback because if they get it right and he is good, that team is set. They're they're going to be a force. Like quite literally, they've built the rest of the team properly. They waited. They were patient. They anti-Falcons and yeah. they built, built from the inside out. And now the last thing you're supposed to get is the quarterback and they're ready for it. So if I'm them, I'm taking Richardson. I'm not considering a trade unless – it's like quite literally just a few spots back, but it's probably for Richardson. So I'm taking Richardson. Is that what you think you're, you're going with it? Yep. 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 Okay. Yep. That's um, what I would do. I, I like the thought process a lot. Um, I, I think it's hard to look at those two cornerbacks. Um, and that's neat. That's definitely a team need. Yeah. They just traded Okuda. Um, and those guys slide though. You can get those guys in the early get, teens. And it's it's yeah, they've got that second 18th or the yeah. second first round pick in the eight, the 18th spot. Uh, get one there. Get a really good quarterback. Um I just I feel like Witherspoon there, I it is like a match made in heaven. Yeah. And maybe they're a sneaky trade up to get Will Anderson and just run Aiden Hutchinson Will Anderson at you. They could. Uh, yep. That yep. that could be really interesting. What the heck are the Raiders um, going to do? The Raiders, I have been stuck with. No <laughs> man's land. No PFF man's land. doesn't even have any trade opportunities for the Raiders. No. Uh, <laughs> disaster. It, it, it's, it might be an unmitigated disaster. In it's Oakland. not good. It's they not need, good. You know what, though? They need a cornerback. Um, they need yep. a lot on defense, and they need an offensive line. 
there's Skaronsky that's here. There's Paris Johnson available. And then both the top two cornerbacks. Um, Witherspoon, I, by the way, gave up 160 yards last year total in coverage. And 40 of them were on a play where it was a busted play and he was off the field and they called him in at the last second and they got they got him deep. So basically he gave up 100 total yards in 12 games. And I that's guess. why he's going there. They need someone to on the outside. Can't lose. Aggressive, um, great run defender. Uh, yep. as well so anyway yep. witherspoon to the raiders you've got the falcons up at eight another rapid fire easy one they're gonna blow it i've been saying it for a while they're gonna take Bijan because they can't help themselves oh, and he's think so oh they're plus 100 right now to take him they're the highest team by about four or five hundred points to take him and it's like all like so telegraphed it's everywhere i think it's the most obvious pick in the draft okay um i i've seen it i just it, it's an awful pick by the way it's terrible uh, they're going to do it. I I I still see Bijan going to the Eagles one way or another. I know and everybody now, wants to see that. It's just not no, but and just the Eagles trading down to get some value back for giving up, you know, uh the yeah. wasted five years on that contract. So I've got the yeah. Bears. I've been doing this all offseason. Peter Strong's uh-huh. he needs to be with the Chicago Bears. Um yep. lock it in. Uh, all right, you got the Eagles at 10. I got the Eagles. So they don't have any, like, so they do have a glaring need, actually, and they could fulfill it right here. So I think they're going to try to trade, but I have no idea what anybody is trading up for in this spot to get. There's no quarterbacks left. There's no guys left on the board where you're like, I've got to have that guy or my team can't operate. Yep. One of their two biggest needs are offensive linemen and technically safety, but really cornerback. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to take Gonzalez here and just, and I, just store that up. I love it. I've seen yep. a lot of Nolan Smith to them too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I think if you're betting on the Eagles, I would, um, I would bet specific players. Yeah. Uh, same. I would, same. They have a type. They have a type. Who they pick at 10. I think they love Nolan Smith from everything I've read. Um, and the other guy, and I like Gonzalez there too, a lot. Um, and, uh, and yep. I think Bijan is like plus seven fifty to go there. Yep. Um, so it, it might be worth it, even if, if um, it's not yep. the smartest trade, uh, Tennessee, um, they should trade up. They should trade up. I just don't know who will. they should trade up to three if yep. they want Richardson or Levis. Um, yep. I think this is way too early to take Hendon hooker. Um, agree. agree. They've been flirting with a quarterback left and right. Yeah. Um, is there a player that like Washington might trade up for? Um, I think they might've seen this run on quarter corners and they could use a Joey Porter jr. They need um, a lineman. They need a lineman and, pretty and bad. They do need an offensive lineman as well. Yeah. So they could take um, Paris Johnson because Paris Johnson, you know, Ohio state has that unique offense offense that they run. And Paris Johnson is like, everybody's saying like him and Skaronsky are the most ready to go out of the box, drop them right in. Yeah, what but if um, what if Tennessee traded uh eleven and one eighty six and they got Washington's sixteenth pick and forty seventh pick? Yeah. Makes sense. And then Tennessee's coming up to get what? Tennessee's moving back to sixteen. Sorry, sorry, Washington's moving up to get what here? They're moving up to get one of the, to get Paris Johnson. Yeah, that makes sense. They need linemen really badly. So um, okay. I like that. So we've got Washington moving up five picks. Yeah. Um, 
Another easy one for me here. Just put Jackson Smith and Jigba in there. It's, I mean, it's been, he's been the entire draft. You're going with the Ohio State duo. He's been mocked there. Honestly, if he doesn't go there at 12, something has gone wrong because I think he's there. Like, honestly, he's there so many picks. Like, he's literally in, in, um, in mocking the grinding the mocks, his expected draft position is the only one that is exactly not, not a decimal. It's just 12. So like yeah. every mock has him there. So let's just go with it. Cause I think that seems the most, most realistic. I think that might be one of the, not the only reason. So obviously there was the um, Aaron Rodgers trade yep. uh, green Bay, but, you know, I, yep. I could see the, the desire for green Bay to go get Smith and Jigba to get another yep. receiver. I think um, they're going to go with a tight end here. I've been saying yeah, Dalton all off season. Um, you know, leading up to it. I think there's no way Michael Mayer, cousin of John, um, (laughs) is not like his, his floor is TJ Hawkinson. And I think, you know, TJ Hawkinson, I don't think the lions would have regretted trading uh, or picking him 10 looking back at it. Um, and Mayer does everything well. They need some offensive line help. Mayer's kind of like a an extra offensive lineman in the run game and can get open, be a safety net. I think they're going to pick Michael Mayer here. I think he's been slipping in these drafts down to 27. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going with it. All right, you got the Pats. Or no, did I? Yeah, uh, yeah. No, yeah, I guess I do. Um, man. Actually, this one's easy. Um, well, Belichick will probably trade, but like that's that's just like who cares? They're gonna take Broderick Jones. That's his like archetype for a tackle. They've been he's been mocked there quite a bit. He yeah. likes those big. He likes specifically guys from Georgia. He loves those big offensive linemen. He's not the type to take one of these like middling D sort of like DN pass rusher types this high. So he's either gonna trade back because he doesn't like the value, or he's gonna take Jones. Yeah, I, I could see him trading back and what was the Seattle at 20 makes a lot of sense. Yeah. If there's someone Seattle is in love with, if they want to take like a Nolan Smith or yeah, pick up um, a second. Yeah. Um, or yeah. even a third, like something like that, or two thirds. Yeah. Um, we'll give you Broderick Jones. We got the Jets now. Um, Jets are interesting. They want to tackle, I would assume. And Darnell Wright has some red flags uh, coming out, um, some medical red flags. I've seen him like, or I've seen rumors he might fall as low as like mid second round, even potentially early third round because teams are unsure. Uh, the Jets don't seem to do their homework on tackles and injuries. Um, and no, Darnell Wright, if he's healthy, if he's right, no pun intended, um, is plug and play. And um, he's, you know, not elite, but he's, you know, got the potential to make a bunch of Pro Bowls and, you know, what they're trying to win right now. So I'm going Darnell Wright to the Jets at 15. So, 16, you got, you got Tennessee. Tennessee. I, yeah, I got they... extra picks. Do they Man, take the quarterback here or do they just keep looking around? Uh, this is a spot where they might be desperate enough to take Here's the thing. If they take Hooker here, it's an obvious reach. 
If they keep Tannehill and play him all year, they're probably not going to be bad enough to fully tank. I don't know where else you could trade Tannehill to at this point. I'm not sure what's left for them. You can't. So I don't know. This is an awful spot. Like this is like a damned if you do, damned if you don't. They could take Hooker, which is a massive reach, or they could just be safe, take a lineman and build the line because you're always going to need linemen. So I could see them taking Harrison. A lot of guys like Harrison, the tackle from Oklahoma. Um, You get a lot like he's one of those guys that like could go a little higher than you think. I'm going to pick him here. Like when when all else fails, you don't know what to do. Take a lineman because they're the hardest thing to find and you can't. They're so expensive in free agency. agency. You're going to have to pay him. You pay mediocre a year. Yeah, uh, so I think they just fire at alignment because alignment also isn't going to make you better than you want to be or worse than you want to be. It's just a piece you need. So, um, yeah. Jermaine Wiggins on WEI had a really great take this morning mm-hmm. on who he wanted. He was talking about Peter King's draft or mock yeah. draft. Oh, he said, oh, oh, this is special. Yeah. Uh, he said, uh, you know, when do you talk about a team with a great offensive line getting to the Super Bowl? Yeah. And he's like, I want a wide receiver. And someone reminded him that this isn't the best receiver draft. He doesn't know. And he's like, you know, teams, the Chiefs, the Eagles. And I was like, these are these are the two best offensive lines in football. He's gone. And the he's reason bought. the Bengals didn't win the Super Bowl is because they didn't have an offensive line. Yeah. So uh thank you, Wiggins. It was it was a wonderful show. Yeah, real nice moment um, of clarity. Yeah. Uh so we've got Pittsburgh on the clock at 17. Yeah. Um I think this one could be a lot of fun. Pair up another edge rusher with TJ Watt. They do need a ton of offensive line help. They yep. could probably use a cornerback. There, there's some interesting stuff here. Um, there's a defensive lineman from Pittsburgh that they could take, but I don't think they take back-to-back uh, pit guys. Nolan Smith, um, we have him dropping a little bit. Yep. I like uh, – Cornerback Joey Porter Jr. here. Makes so much sense. In in Pittsburgh, it would be yeah. so much fun. Um, yeah. I think that's going to you know be on the front page of ESPN. So we're locking him in there. Yeah, I think um, I think the Lions probably would have been pretty happy to take him, honestly, to to put another guy in the back defensive backfield. So he's gone. Um, I don't think the Lions are going to take a tight end this early. I just – I don't – there's no value in doing that. So for me – Knowing that, um, you know, they like to bite off kneecaps and Campbell's a complete lunatic over there. I think this is probably the spot where you see Nolan Smith go because because the yeah. I was I was saying this to you earlier and you can see how this plays out pretty easily. Nolan Smith's draft spot prop over under 11 and a half is minus 108. I think it seems very likely based off of what we just watched unfold. Plus Nolan Smith's spot in grinding the mocks, which is 17 on average aggregate. Yeah good spot for him and i think that's a pretty good bet to make too if you want because it seems likely that he's just one of those guys that will slip inexplicably because yeah. of everything else going on above him to no fault of his own but just because of all the other stuff going on in the draft it makes sense he wasn't like super productive with a ton of sacks georgia but um yeah. lit up the combine uh i think the only risk there is philadelphia 10 um yep yep that's fair game, but but i i like it um and we're back to Tampa Bay. This has been another one I've been stuck on. They just need, they need everything, everything. everything. Um, and I think this is just like, take the best player available and uh, 
yep. you know, don't look back. I, I've thought about like linebacker safety. They don't need a linebacker. That's one position, but Brian Branch is there. That was interesting. Um, Miles Murphy is, is better than this, you know, spot yep. in the draft too. He's right around Nolan Smith range. He should be yep. a first corner. Um, I like, uh, and then they could use a tight end. Um, Dalton Kincaid could make a lot of sense and make life a lot easier for uh, whether it's Baker Mayfield or someone else. And maybe yeah. Henry Hooker is involved. Oh, we didn't draft Tyree Wilson. I just saw it. Yeah, I was going to take him with Seattle's pick. I actually forgot about him for a second, even though I did I, too. It was yeah. all right. So Tyree Wilson. <laughs> There's no chance. There's no chance. Yeah, we're going to. There's no chance he lasts to 19. We're going to have egg on our face on that one, but that's yeah, okay. we're going to have to get him back on the board. Uh, uh, you know what, though? I know where you were going. So just put Murphy here to Seattle because they need some pass rush help pretty bad. So this is an easy one, too. They're going to take the best pass rusher available. Yep. Um, this is where we start to see receivers go, I think, right to the yep. Chargers. Yep. Uh, Jordan Addison, you've got your basketball team. You've got your two big receivers, your power forward, your center. They need a shooting guard, and I think Jordan Addison's that guy. We both sniffed out the coach that's there that he followed. Oh, yeah. Different spot. It's a no-brainer. Yeah. So that's, um, another, that's another, you know, pick per team guy, uh, yep. Jordan Addison. And it's yep. worth throwing Zay Flowers over the Chargers, too. Uh, yep. Double down on that. I think they're taking a receiver. Uh, Baltimore. I think that's right. So I think Baltimore has been mocked a bunch of receivers as well, it feels like. Uh, I, I don't know where everybody falls on this, so it's kind of a little bit tough, but they have been mocked some receivers. I don't know that after the OBJ signing, they're really like heavily going that way. So for me, you know, this is a point in the draft where they're going to take um, – somebody that can kind of help out in the back. So I think this is a good spot for Deontay Banks, kind of keep them close to home. They know a lot about yeah. them. There's always these connections with teams that draft guys from colleges that are close by because they get an extra, they go to every game. Like the Ravens yeah. probably had a scout at every home. Every Maryland single game, Maryland right? game. He's, so, yeah. He's, he's uh, one of my favorite players in the draft. Super he's physical, good. like athletic. He yep. jumped off the tape. Um, he's... Yep. I think he's he's going to be the real deal, and he just seems like a Raven. And he's he's one of those guys like the Ravens are the team that drafts in front of you in every single fantasy draft. Everyone takes the player you want. They and don't mess picks up. They just take they, they take whatever because they're always picking in this zone, and they just take yep. the best available. That's it. Yep. Uh, so the Vikings, I think they're primed to get Thielen's gone. Um, he was kind of on the back nine of his career anyway. Um, this is where Hooker goes, by the way. You think so? 100%. The Vikings need a quarterback more than anybody. I think there's a chance, the better chance they try to trade up, but they're kind of too far down to trade up. There's not a, like, they'd have to go so far. The only chance they have is Hooker falling, I think. Not to take your pick. If you want to take the no, next one, no. feel free. But I just think that makes so much sense. I think it does too. Uh, yeah. There's no way I was gonna I was gonna flirt with this one a little bit, um, but there yeah. <laughs> there's no way they're gonna pay Kirk Cousins uh, forty eight million dollars. No, year. no, and he's uh, got no guaranteed money, so they're gonna take a twenty eight million dollar cap hit to get rid of him next year. But then after that, it's zero. So it's and someone who's ready to play. Yep. Um, yep. They're gonna need so, to extend Jefferson. Will it Will it work out? No, of course not. But do they have any other um, choice? No, of course not. So here we yeah. are. Um, yeah. Why don't you take the Jags since I just completely stole that pick from you? I'm so excited. Um, So this one's fun. We, we kind of missed on edge rushers a little bit. We did. Um, 
obviously, and, and we'll go back. We'll, we'll fine tune this before we show everyone how the, the mock drafting sausage gets made. Uh, Lucas Van Ness, um, get him on the edge with those guys, but also Dalton Kincaid's hanging around and that could be a really fun target. Evan Ingram is playing on franchise tag this year, but Mm -hmm. I think they've got enough um, juice on offense with their weapons. So I think they just want to keep adding uh, elite talent on their defensive line. I think Lucas Van Ness can play, uh, three technique you can play on the outside um, potentially too. So I'm yep. going there. Uh, you got the giants. We're switching it up. Now we're going odds and evens. Yeah. We, we switched it back up. So I don't know what I, I've seen the, like a lot of linemen mocked here, but there's not a lot left that I really like. Honestly, the giants need playmakers. They don't have very much at the skill positions. Like I don't know how much more, like, honestly, it's very likely that I got two options here. Waller could be done. Like he might just not have it anymore. Yeah. It's very likely. So I think Kincaid is an option, but I think it's actually more likely that they, they, they take Quentin Johnson here. Johnson. I think yeah. Dayball can get guys involved where they need to be involved to, to be successful. And I think that, Johnson's very polarizing. A lot of people love him. A lot of people hate him. I think he does the things he does really well, but he's a big receiver that plays small and the NFL hates that. Dayball doesn't care. He'll get value out of guys that are talented. I think they take a receiver here because they just don't have any weapons. So I think they take the receiver over the tight end. I think so too. Um, And I think that makes it very easy for Dallas to replace Dalton Schultz with Dalton. A Dalton for Dalton swap. That's beautiful. Double Dalton. It's perfect. Perfect. I, I think that's really, really easy. The yep. Bills. This one is uh this is a spicy one. It is. So it's plus 375 that they take an offensive lineman. I know. Their first pick, I know. Which I'm intrigued by, but I don't think it's the right pick. Uh I've got a shocker here because it's just not so our our friend, friend of the podcast, Benjamin Albright, tweeted out today. You may see more running backs than receivers taken in round one. Ooh. The only way to get there is to do what the Bills have telegraphed at this point. Yep. And take Gibbs. I think this uh, is a perfect. Now he's, he could, people will say he's redundant with Cook. He's a better overall running back than Cook. I think he becomes the 1A to Cook's 1B. Yep. Because there's also been a ton of chatter too. Like Allen has said it. The T 